Welcome back, guys, to That's Cool. Uh, I hope you guys all had a great weekend, great long weekend. Uh, celebrated the 4th of July, had a great Independence Day and all that good stuff. Uh, there was no podcast on Monday for that reason, right? Uh, the birthday of America, the best nation, I thought that may as well. It was only right to, you know, not have a podcast that day and just kind of, you know, enjoy the holiday. Now, we're kind of in a dilemma where there's not a lot of sports news going around right now. NBA free agency is kind of dying down. Uh, the NFL, not much is going on, right? Not many people are talking football yet because, again, we're in that dead period between or for both sports. Yes, there's been a summer league going on. And, yeah, Chet's dominating the summer league and all that good stuff. I think he had like 20-something points, three blocks, a bunch of rebounds. But it's still kind of too early to talk summer league, too early to talk NBA, too early to talk NFL, right? All that good stuff. There's not a whole lot to really discuss. But um, one thing, though, is I stumbled across this article. Uh, This was actually published on the 24th, right? Published June 24th by Bucky Brooks, an NFL analyst, and who's for NFL.com. And I'm, I'm usually a fan of him. I'm usually a fan of his hot takes. I usually listen to his draft previews, right? His draft predictions where his mock drafts, right? Stuff like that, like where he thinks people will end up and all that good stuff. And I'm usually a big fan of him. But for some reason, I was looking at this article he published and it was the five scariest quarterbacks entering the 2022 NFL season and where Gronk ranks amongst all-time tight ends, right? And it's kind of a weird article to be publishing, but I was thinking about it and I looked at the article and I was like, wow, you know what I mean? Wow. Um, some crazy hot takes in there. Obviously, I have some hot takes that are pretty crazy, right? Like the other day, I tweeted that um, Jalen Hurts would be the best quarterback in the NFC East, right? That's obviously a hot take. That's a no, I don't think that's a crazy take to make, but it is a hot take, right? So everyone has hot takes. Everyone has their own opinion, and everyone's entitled to that own opinion. But I mean, I'm looking at this list and just, wow. So that's what we're going to do right now. I'm just going to look at this list. I'm going to give you guys my thoughts, and then I'm going to give you guys my personal list of the top five quarterbacks. So start at number five. He, he starts out with Justin Herbert. Now, I can easily say that Justin Herbert is a scary quarterback to go up against, right? Especially the way that he played against the Raiders in um, that play, that game to make the playoffs, right? And the way that he's, the, sh- the heart that he showed. But other than that, I don't really think that he's a top five scariest guy to go up against. I don't think he showed me enough that makes me feel, oh my gosh, like, I'm playing Justin Herbert this week, like, holy crap, like, yeah, his team will put up a lot of points on you, he'll probably put up 30, 40 on you, but to me, when I think of a scary quarterback, I think of a quarterback who, at no point in the game, they're out of it, you know what I mean, at no point, at any moment in that game, they're out of the game, like, you could be up 15 and it's, hey man, you know what I mean, we still gotta watch out for this guy, right, that's how I kind of interpret a scary quarterback, I don't interpret a scary quarterback of, a quarterback who's going to put 40 on you, right? Because let's just be honest, any quarterback in the NFL can put 40 on you, right? Russell Wilson can do it. Uh, Tom Brady, obviously, we know he can do it. Like even, what's his name? Carson Wentz could possibly do that, put 40 on you, right? Trevor Lawrence can put 40 on you. So every quarterback is, in a sense, a scary quarterback. But that's how I'm determining a scary quarterback. Somebody who, you know, is never out of a game, can always come back, and can make the clutch plays. To me, that's scary, right? Like an MJ. You're scared of MJ. You're scared of Kobe. Why? Because you know he, when the when it comes down to it, he's going to make a bucket, right? In a clutch situation, they're going to hit that shot, right? 
so that's my personal take of a scary quarterback, the scariest people to go up against. So Justin Herbert, yeah, I guess he's scary, but he hasn't shown me enough in clutch situations for him to be in my top five personally. I think he's going to be one of the scariest quarterbacks to go up against in the league, yes, in the future, but right now I don't think so. He's got Lamar Jackson at number four. I think Lamar Jackson is pretty tough to go up against, right, because of his uh, rushing and passing abilities. But scary, you know what I mean? When I play from his playoff um, his playoff games, I don't think I would consider Lamar Jackson to be a scary quarterback. I don't know. That's just me. The way he's played in the playoffs, like the way he played against Buffalo, nothing about Lamar in that game would be scary for me, right? Nothing in that game would make me be scared of him. Nothing. His playoff success has been very limited. He hasn't shown that I got you, like I got this in the fourth quarter type feel for me. He's not really the clutchest quarterback I know. I mean, is he four? I don't agree with Lamar Jackson being number four personally. I don't think that he showed me enough to be, yeah, I got to be scared of Lamar Jackson. I just don't think so. Aaron Rodgers at three. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is one of the scariest quarterbacks to go up against in the league. I know we're not judging this off of who's going to give you 40. We're judging this off, you know, clutchness, game-winning ability, never out of a game. And I'm going be, to be honest with Aaron Rodgers, you are never out of a game. And just in the same kind of sense, if he gets up on you early, yeah, it's most likely going to be the game too. You know what I mean? He's most likely going to put it away, and that's all she wrote. I do think Aaron Rodgers is one of the scariest quarterbacks in the league. I do agree with him being three. I think I would put him at three as well. Number two, he has Josh Allen. I like Josh Allen. I think I'd put Josh Allen at four or five, right? Uh, this man is clutch. He can make every throw. He's shown his ability to win big games, and he's shown his ability that I'm never out of a game. You know what I mean? He, the way he played against Tom Brady in Tampa Bay last season, where Tom Brady ultimately won it on the last play of the game or first play of OT, something like that. He showed his ability against Pat Mahomes, leading his team to come back. And the only reason he lost that game was because of a coin toss and some bad defense, right? So to me, Josh Allen has showed that he's definitely one of the scariest quarterbacks to go up against in the NFL, plus his athleticism, right? At 6'5, he can run. He can make all the crazy throws. Josh Allen is definitely one of the scariest quarterbacks to go up against in the NFL. And at number one of Bucky Brooks' scariest quarterbacks is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Pat Mahomes is one of the scariest guys to go up against. He may, he has to come, back, come from behind wins. He doesn't lose too many big games, right? Pat Mahomes, yeah, he's one of the scariest guys in the league. But I think this is where... A lot of people are looking at this list and saying, what the hell is the matter with this guy? You know what I mean? How is this guy an uh, analyst for ESPN? Did, did he forget that Tom Brady's in the league? Like, did this guy legitimately forget that Tom Brady is playing? Like, I get Tom Brady announced a couple uh, months ago that he was retiring, and that's all that he was going to, you know, he's not going to play football again. But we also know that he came out of retirement, right? So how are you not going to have Tom Brady as number one? Tom Brady is the scariest quarterback to go up against in the NFL. No question. If you... If you're playing a game and you're like a second safety or you're a linebacker and you see Tom Brady on the other side of that huddle, you're, you know, you're a little bit scared. You're a little bit nervous. Like, hey, you know, man, like I got to play you're like, bro, this is Tom Brady. Like we could be up 15 or up 14, up, th up 30. And it's, hey, man, they still got Tom Brady. You know what I mean? This game's never over. So the fact that this moron didn't have Tom Brady in his top five is quite sad. It's quite disappointing. And it's just. 
embarrassing really you know you're going to call yourself a nfl analyst and you're not even going to have tom brady in your top five scariest quarterbacks never mind number one i think it's embarrassing and i think that that ruins someone's reputation that ruins someone's um accountability his credibility you know what i mean how are you not gonna have tom brady number one it's, it's beyond crazy to me tom brady's by far number one it doesn't even matter who else you have like mahomes can be two Rogers can be three. Al can be four, right? You can put Lamar at five. I don't really care. But if Tom Brady is not number one, then I think that your your list, your opinion is not credible. And another thing too is where's Joe Burrow? I'm going to be honest with you guys. After last season, after the playoff run that Joe Burrow went on, I think a lot of teams and a lot of players are more scared of Joe Burrow than they are of Justin Herbert. I'm going to be honest. I think that's a complete fact. I think they're even more scared of him than Lamar Jackson. He came back 21-3 against Pat Mahomes. He beat the number one Texans team. He beat Derek Carr's Raiders, who had all the momentum going into that game. He damn near almost beat the Super Bowl champions, Matt Stafford, who, in my opinion, was the best team that year with the, with the Rams. Right? How is Joe Burrow not a top-five scariest quarterback? To me, that makes no sense. I don't understand that either. I think Joe Burrow is easily number four or could be number five for scariest quarterbacks in the league. So I don't understand that. And he's 25, 24, right? He's in that same age group as a lot of these guys. So I don't understand how they don't get Joe Burrow in this list. So, I mean, you first off, you read this article, you see that top five list, and you kind of think, all right, what is this guy going to say right now? Right? He kind of gives his top five tight ends of all time, right? So it's like, what is he going to say now about the tight ends? You know what I mean? What is he going to say? Um, he has Tony Gonzalez at one, Gronk at two, right? I'm not here to argue his top five tight ends of all time. I really don't care where he puts his top five tight ends of all time. It really only matters where one and two go. So then he had Shannon Sharp at three, Antonio Gates at four, Ozzy Newsom at five. I, I pretty much agree with that list. I'm going to be honest. I do like that list a lot. I don't have any problems with it, except for number one and number two. And he, he says it in himself. Right, He says it in his description for each player and why they're where they are. He's got Gonzalez in there, and I think Tony Gonzalez is number two of all time. I think Tony Gonzalez is a better, it's just as good a receiving tight end as Gronk, but what makes Gronk better than him is his blocking ability. Right, For example, when Gronk was in Tampa Bay late in his career, when they played Washington in that playoff game, that wild card game a couple years ago, two, three years ago, when they played Chase Young, Chase Young was saying, oh, I'm going to be all over Brady and stuff like that. Gronk manhandled Chase Young. Chase Young didn't even touch Brady. His, his, his impact blocking is by far better than any other tight end in the history of the game. And that's what makes him the most valuable, right? He can do all these things for you that these other tight ends can't do. So that's why, you know, when I look at this, this article by Bucky Brooks, I kind of look at it and I think to myself, how are you going to say, you're going to come out here saying to us that Brady's not a top five scariest tight ends to play against? I mean, quarterbacks to play against, Right. And then you're going to come out here and say Gronk isn't the best tight end ever. I just look at it and I think, wow. You know what I mean? Wow. These guys, they have, a, they have a platform. They have a name for themselves. And they just think that anything that they say is going to be accurate. And what they should be saying is truth. You know, I can understand making a hot take. right? But you should be saying a hot take. right? If I come out here saying, I think Jalen Hurts is going to be the best quarterback in the NFC East, which I truly believe. I'm going to say, you know, that's my hot take. That's my personal opinion. That's my hot take for next season. You don't come out here and say, though, these top five scariest quarterbacks. That's my little rant 
for this first half of this episode. I don't really agree on that situation. Now, talk switching things up immediately to the NBA, I was seeing that Kyrie ain't going to LA. Right. I hear that they are nowhere near a deal. I also read today, but I think it wasn't necessarily true that Kyrie, uh, the Nets, the Hornets, and the Lakers have came to an agreement with a trade. I don't know how true that was. It wasn't from a legitimate source, I don't think. So I didn't really want to trust it. I'm going to include it though. But going off of legitimate sources saying that Kyrie will not end up in LA and that they have not struck a deal and they probably won't, I think it's quite funny, right? Where's Kyrie going to go to now? He's going to go to 76ers. Where's he going to go? And if you're LA, it's like, well, shoot, you just basically told Russell Westbrook, we don't want you anymore. LeBron just basically said, yeah, Russ, I don't want to play with you anymore. Right? I think that whole situation is funny, and I think it's laughable. I'm kind of glad that Kyrie doesn't go to L.A. I kind of don't want him to go somewhere where he wants to just because I love Kyrie. I'm a fan of his game. I'm a fan of everything that he does. I'm a fan of his beliefs, his off-the-court stuff. Right, Do what you want. But on the court, I'm not really a big fan of him, meaning I'm not a fan of the way he carries himself as a professional. Right, His drama, his diva mentality i'm not really a fan of that so i kind of hope that he goes somewhere not where his career is like over and his career goes to die but not his number one choice and i don't really want to see him in la just because if he goes to la that lakers team could definitely be a team that goes to the championship and wins the whole thing and as a celtics fan i don't want that happening right i'd kind of rather keep the west where it is right now so and on top of that kevin durant he there's talk about him going to the Warriors. That won't happen. There's been a lot of talks about Kevin Durant, where he's going. A lot of people say they're waiting to see where Kevin Durant goes and all that and all this. and Oh, man. But other than that, really, the Kevin Durant-Kyrie situation, um, the NFL, I mean, excuse me, the NBA. I don't know why I said NFL. The NBA has not had a whole lot going on, right? It's been kind of dry at this point. Obviously, people have signed their contracts, right? Garland, Moran, all these people have signed their extensions or got their new contracts. So not a whole lot is going on in free agency anymore. Like Thomas Bryant went to LA, right? Brogdon came to Boston. Not a whole lot is continuing to happen. The only other news that I will say in the last part of this episode, talking Baker Mayfield real quick, apparently the Seahawks never even had an interest in Brandon Baker Mayfield. So I put up on Twitter, you know, I had a poll saying, Will Baker Mayfield ever take a snap as a starting quarterback ever again? And 166 people voted on this. Thank you to all those people who did vote. There's still 10 hours left, so you can say it your opinion. But as of right now, while I'm saying this, 85% of people say yes, and 15% of people say no. Although I'm one of the people who believes he will, there is a legitimate reason to think that Baker Mayfield might not ever, ever take another starting snap as a quarterback in the NFL. And it's a shame to see and it's sad to see because I'm a huge Baker Mayfield fan. I love Baker. I've always been a supporter of his and I always will be a supporter of his. But it's sad to see because, you know, if no team is trying to get him right now, then it's tough. You know what I mean? He's 27. Teams, I don't know if teams think that's old or if they don't think he's got anything left to improve their team. But it's quite sad to see that Baker Mayfield situation, the way it all played out. And it's quite sad. And speaking of the Baker Mayfield thing real quick, has anyone heard what what's going on with Deshaun Watson? Because I can't find his, his sentence. You know what I mean? I thought last week was supposed to be when his suspension was supposed to be revealed to the public from the NFL, right? That's when they would have had their decision made. But since then, I don't think that there has been any other news regarding when he's going to play. You know what I mean? 
They, they haven't put out his punishment. The Browns believe he'll be missing at least the first quarter of the season. I think that is 100% guaranteed, but I just don't know if it'll be longer than that. So I think a lot of people are have forgot about that. You know what I mean? I forgot that Sean Watson was even going to be suspended. But yeah, I don't know when his suspension will be announced. Uh, I don't know if they've released a clear date on it because obviously they had a date. It was last week, but they never, I guess, came to an agreement of something. So without further ado, guys, that's going to wrap it up for today's episode of That's Cool. Uh, I will be There will be a podcast out on Friday and there will be one on Monday as well. We'll be back to like normal schedule and all that good stuff. Uh, be sure to follow me on Twitter at That's Cool. Hope you guys all have a great week. I'll see you guys on Friday. Peace.